So we're at right. another episode of uh, the App Guide Mastermind. We do have uh, some listeners, Heath. So uh, I think the a lot of the swearing last week or last time we met was probably um, has increased our audience. So we need to swear more. <laughs> I think that I took that episode and sent it to like a hundred different people just so they could hear you say that uh, <laughs> the c word over and over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so how's your week, buddy? What's been going on or the, the fortnight? I know you've been busy with your full-time job, but what have you been doing with the entrepreneurial stuff? Uh, I've been trying to work on some websites. I had a meeting with a guy over the weekend, got a down payment on one, which was pretty sweet. Um, getting Still trying to transitioning the VA stuff. I'm getting into a good group where I'm clearing up a lot of time by using them. And I got my app prototype all together with a video instructional and I started working on the landing page for it which I just got a temporary one up right now but um, I made some pretty good progress between now and the last time so yeah so you would say that the main progress that you're making is because of the virtual assistants that are taking off a lot of the menial tasks for you and uh, and freeing you up to do the the value-added stuff yeah absolutely and if I could just kick this day job man I'd have all the time in the world to do everything I need but so, so have you set yourself a deadline then for when you leave well I aim in 2016 but there's a lot of drama with with uh, it's, it's a difficult situation but that's what I'm aiming my my girlfriend actually just re-enrolled re in school again so she's got two years so that also hits 2016 so it makes a lot of sense towards the end of 2016 yeah, I, I interviewed someone uh, in the past. Uh, the, the name is blanking on me, but I remember them. Uh, you know what? I think it was a lady with uh, a, a huge following on Facebook. And she was working at Goldman Sachs. And she set herself like an eight-month deadline with certain things during the, the time to achieve. And, and she said it was just so therapeutic to know exactly like I think she actually wrote out the uh, resignation letter, uh, predated it for for that uh, that future date, and it was something that she stuck up probably on the wall and had a look at, and and it was a real genuine goal. Yeah, that's it's a good idea that I plan on doing when I get closer to it. I've got to focus on creating some other streams of revenue before I can really uh, decide when I'm going to be able to take that revenue and and make it happen. Have you also, I mean, one of the other things I've learned is cutting the fat from what you're doing, you know, like trying to learn to live on a very um, small amount of income. And I, I listened to something very inspirational, uh, the founder of Wired, uh, where he was talking through, he's, a, oh, he's really rich, I think maybe a billionaire, but uh, <laughs> he, he actually, he said that he could take extreme risk in his life because he knew he learned how to be happy on just a few hundred dollars a month. Uh, and so he said that if you learn to be able to live on something like that, then you know money becomes something you, you're very happy to risk because you know that you'll always be happy by living on a, a small, low income. And uh, that's how he ended up uh, doing what he did. Yeah, I mean, I think simplifying is huge. And you got I've been taking baby steps towards it. Uh, I think the biggest task for me is how do you get rid of, you know, your mortgage payments and things like that. I mean, I know the more money you make, the more money people tend to spend, so you never feel like you're getting anywhere. Yeah. And if you start simplifying everything, 
you don't have to make near as much money to be able to sustain. Um, so going from having a lot of student loans and, and some other loans, I think the first step is to you have to pay those off and then you can start doing that. So, so I've got one idea for a um, potential revenue and uh, I might try this myself. I was speaking yesterday to the uh, product lead at TechSmith. Now Tech, TechSmith is a software company that I've been using for years for uh, a software called Camtasia that effectively takes screen captures of your uh, computer and uh, that it enables you to do this uh, tutorials, these video tutorials that you see, the, you know, screen captures. Uh, you probably use something similar. But they've actually developed uh, something specifically for the iOS 8 and for the iPhone 6. Uh, I think it's uh, it works actually with Yosemite. Uh, so if you get an upgrade on Yosemite, it should work. And it enables you to plug in a device, any device, like an, an iPhone or iPad, and then you can take screen captures from it and create like little commercials and uh, Apple will have these little videos on uh, iTunes and the App Store. Uh, I think there's going to be big demand for people buying these things. Hmm. So uh, I think that yeah there's an opportunity to uh, be someone who is a, a trusted provider of videos for uh, displaying or promoting uh, apps. It blows my mind you get on Fiverr and see some of these things you can get for five bucks. Yeah, I mean, ironically, the founder <laughs> of iGen Apps, uh, I saw he created a really lovely um, promo video for his app, and that was from Fiverr. So he gave me the uh, the contact that he used for the gig, and uh, I figured that yeah, you could possibly arbitrage some of the Fiverr stuff and sell it on or uh, start creating these things yourself, but maybe for a little bit more money than $5. Yeah. I, I, why don't you send me the link to that guy because I'm looking for someone to make an app, and I looked through a lot of the Fiverr stuff, and I couldn't yeah, find exactly one that fit well. I'll do that right now as we're speaking. Hi, Jen. Uh, oh, the other thing I'm uh, having, so I wanted to talk to you about is that I'm migrating my stuff away from uh, onemob.com uh, to uh, theappguy.co, and uh, I'm having to download 320 gigabyte of data from Google Drive and put it onto my new Google Drive, which is just the only way they seem to be able to do it. So uh, today, I'm, I don't even know how long that's going to take me, but that's going to take a long time to download such huge data and put it back up onto the cloud. How come you can't just, you can't just, uh, what, what does the cloud have to do with the website? Uh, are you I, hosting, you're not hosting your file on the cloud, are you? Like on no, I've, I'm uh, migrating away from my domain onemob.com. In fact, I've uh, been made an offer to sell it. So Really? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, think, uh, I think it should come in today, actually. If, uh, it's not a lot of money. It's like $3,500 or something, $4,000, whatever that uh, works out to. But, nice. Um, yeah, just for a domain. But uh, I figured that um, it was leading to a lot of confusion uh, why people were finding me through onemob.com and I'm actually the theappguy.co. So. I, I was going to say, like, isn't it just easy to 
just download the database and the files and transfer them? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm downloading it from Google Drive and then re-uploading it to my... Because I use Google Apps for business, which uh, mm. enables me to have a Gmail, but it, it shows... We know when I email you uh, yeah. from info at onemob.com, that's actually Gmail. Yeah, that's how I do it too. Yeah, so but unfortunately, everything's been easy to migrate, but the migration of Google Drive has just it's been a, a bit of a challenge, actually. Well, you're running out of time, man. You want to talk about your giveaway? Yeah, so uh, with the giveaway, I have been... Uh, so to, in 15 minutes' time, I have decided to uh, do a live giveaway. And so I, just to prove that it's not uh, fraudulent or a scam, I, um, I'm going to do a Google webinar and do a screenshot of the King Sumo software. And then I'm going to log in and uh, then just say a few words and then uh, actually click the link that says uh, live giveaway. And so... Um, so the giveaway already ended and now you're going to pronounce, announce the winner? Yes, exactly, yes. Um, Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, uh, at the end of the day, what I've realized is that I would, you know, from these giveaways, uh, I have attracted nowhere near the size of Josh L, you know, the, the one who introduced me to that software. N nowhere near. I mean, we're talking a few hundred emails. But what I've been able to do with those few hundred emails is I've been able to connect and expand my network and I've made sure that I send a personal audio message to these people uh, and I connect and I'm using um, uh, Rapportive on Gmail to find their LinkedIn to find their uh, Google Plus and all their social media and I'm connecting with them all over the place and I just feel like I'm I'm making a lot more advancement with true contacts with true relationship building rather than just a mass of emails that are like a black hole does that make sense uh, yeah man it's super powerful when you do something like that i mean i that's exactly what i want to do so i'm i'm slowly working towards it um i listened to one of your i think it was one of your episodes talking about the power of you know creating those personal relationships. I can't remember who you were talking to, but it gave me a lot of good ideas. So I've started working towards that. So I've got um, I've got an idea for you as well. Um, I, I was interviewed yesterday by a couple of guys doing. Uh, uh, I think they're. Um, I'll send you the link. It's uh, Unscrambled Social Media. Uh, you would blow these guys away, you know, with your style. They're trying to. They're they're, they're a very very entertaining couple. couple of, I'll actually send you the link. Um, to the episode when it but the thing Heath that made the big difference is that they did it live and yeah. I, I just feel like if you were to do something live even if it's just every couple of weeks or something I just feel like that would be your you're made for it I wonder I've got a lot of good ideas man as far as things to do and I've I thought about starting another show just called the Heath Armstrong Show, uh, which could potentially be a live thing. I'm just I'm trying to clear up all this other shenanigans on my plate so I can start getting some of these things in place. I'm doing a really good job. Sometimes I feel like I'm not getting anywhere, but then I kind of look back and you realize, like, holy shit, you know, you've 
I've accomplished quite a bit. And the people that I'm meeting through podcasting, it's like changing my life. Oh, totally. Um, you know, you've That's gone from consuming part. podcasts to, to literally networking with all these different people. And I, I would say that you are, you're probably changing a lot, a lot of lives as well to the people that are listening to you. Yeah, anybody out there who listens to podcasts and thinks that you can't do it, my God, yeah, you can. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. once you do, you realize you're talking to these people that you used to listen to, and you realize that they're just like you. And uh, get out there and get off your ass and do it. So I hope this giveaway goes well for you, man. I might sit in and watch and watch this live. I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, I've got some other things. Did you get my email with all the information on the app stuff that I sent you? Yes, I've got it open right now. And Well, you can watch the video when you have a chance. It's like nine minutes long. Um, but I finally got all that together, which I've been meaning to do for a while. And all it took was for me to sit down for two days and, and work on it a little bit. That is uh, excellent work, Keith. Excellent. I just want to know what you think about it in, in general. Like, I honestly, it excites the shit out of me thinking about the concept of it. It's something that I would totally use. And I threw up this landing page, and it's just a it's a temporary landing page so I can make the actual nice one, but it works for now, and I, I just linked you to it a minute ago. Yes. Um, uh, I have to confess, I haven't watched the video, but I did receive your email. Uh, well, yeah, you, you can just watch it when you get it. It's like, nine, it's like nine minutes long. All it is is me walking you through the prototype, um, which you've already seen, I think, a little bit of that prototype before. But yes. now I made a document in there. It's like it breaks down every single screenshot and explains what it is. So either way, uh, just take a look at it when you get a chance and, and let me know what you think about the, the whole idea in general. Yes. I've got uh, – I will do that. I've got another suggestion for you as well, which um, I would highly, highly encourage the use of this. Um, maybe there's an idea that we could share – what we're doing on it. I, I'm actually using Text Expander right now. Um, have you heard of Text Expander? No. Okay, th this is, I think this is a life changer as well. Uh, you build up a database of common things that you type. So I've just sent you my new email address. To get that, I type this short code. Uh, so I just put in semicolon em and then instantly typed the email and so I've been saving huge amounts of time using this uh, text expander I'm using a demo version right now hmm. and I've been built I've been taking my uh, common replies to people putting that into the database and then getting to those uh, instantly by typing shortcode uh, in and it will then replace that shortcode with like full emails and it, it's just, it's brilliant. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm in love with this thing. <laughs> I'm downloading it so you don't have to go back and copy and paste old ones. And... Yeah, no more copying and pasting. Uh, it, there is a bit of time that in, you have to invest in getting the phrases yeah. into the text expander. But I just downloaded the demo. Uh, like, you know, all those things that you are repeating, like uh, the emails that you send, the, the stuff that you do, like, you know, your signature, just... So, uh, and I'd be happy to cool. share all my common replies and I, I want to build up a big database so that I, I can be much quicker and uh, better at replying to people and getting, you know. Uh, so the, the guy who, who introduced this to me was a guy called Cliff Ravenscraft. 
the podcast yeah. answer man uh, you probably yeah. listened to that and uh, I just tried him out I, t- I uh, sent him a, a message uh, and within I would say one minute came a really detailed response back and hmm. um, he's obviously he is using this uh, and he must have got that response it was fairly customized but uh, he must have got it from text expander and so he, he <laughs> it's just amazing He's out here right next to me, man, in Kentucky. Yeah, you need to try and hook up with him. He's got a new studio. Yeah, he does a lot up there. I, I might have to send him an email. I've never tried to reach out to him. I do listen to his show, though. So the other thing I've shared with you as well, uh, you have full access to this, is all of my stuff that I've been doing with Fancy Hands. And uh, at the moment, what I'm uh, doing is I am taking quotations from my episodes putting those into canva.com with the perfect size for Pinterest and for Instagram and for uh, Twitter and uh, and then I'm putting the quotations from the the show and and putting those on group boards on Pinterest and that is uh, actually getting me uh, about 5% of my traffic now and growing and that's only over the first the first week of doing this. I saw those boards, and they look really good on Pinterest. I have no idea how to use that damn thing. I tried to figure it out. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's a bit of, bit of a learning curve for me, but uh, it's, I think it's, it's fairly better. straightforward. Yeah. I'm, I know that every time I get on there, I have all these friends that have added me, and they're all girls, and I don't know if it works better with the female <laughs> psychology, but I mean, I, my, my Lindsay's on it constantly. There and, you go. Uh, I tried to get her just to do it for me, but she's not doing a very good job. <laughs> yeah, so what I'll do is I'll report back to you in a couple of weeks' time to let you know just how, how the most traffic I'm getting from that effort. But uh, now I've got it up and running, it seems uh, quite a low amount of effort for some good traffic. And, really, cool. you know, it's all about building an audience, yeah, I, isn't it? I have quite a bit of... I was going to ask you about a lot of stuff like that, just what the Pinterest thing had been doing for you if you've been getting a little traffic. Like, I I realized recently that just Facebook just sucks. Like, you can't get... I mean, when I used to post, when I first started, this was just two months ago, uh, when you would post an episode, the amount of impressions you'd get were, were way higher, and now it's like nobody sees anything. It's getting worse every single day. I don't even know why I post it anymore. It's crazy. Yes. And, um, I mean, I used to get a good 12 to 15 likes generally on each episode, and now it's like you're lucky to get one. So, I, I've had this complaint from lots of guests who uh, now have to, they're forced to pay to get in front of their own audience that they built on Facebook. And so, one of my other ideas is uh, to, to use the giveaway as a way of getting the emails from their, your Facebook followers and then using email instead of Facebook to get in front of them because, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's almost like a waste of time now. Yeah. I've never even really done anything with Facebook other than paid ads. Well, I want to start keeping a spreadsheet and trying to learn a lot more about my users. I've, I've done a lot of email exchanging back and forth with some of the people that listen to the show, and it's it's great. But I really need to start building a bigger network, so I've got to kind of pinpoint some things to do to get that rolling. And I think 
Twitter has been a pretty good network for me as far as meeting people. Uh, and I'm just kind of worried about the giveaway that I do. I don't really know the best way to go about driving traffic to it. And obviously I can mention it on the episodes leading up to it. But since nobody on Facebook sees anything and you can't even look at everybody who likes your page on Facebook uh, and I don't have much of an email list, it's kind of hard to get it out there. So I'm just, well, could you, could you, we'll give, away, could you give away something that's not going to cost any money? Like uh, um, maybe. a free website or a... Well, uh, free website costs me a lot of time. Give, a, give away... <laughs> Uh, give away my coaching package for four hundred and ninety-seven dollars, and I'll do that for you for free. What do you do with your coaching package? I um, I go through uh, learn from the the student what they're or whoever's approached me what they're trying to do, and then I use my experience uh, to uh, guide them and coach them through the, the journey of building apps and. Uh, and, and doing all this stuff. Do you drink bourbon the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how about that then? It's not going to cost you anything. You give away um, uh, something that's worth, uh, I don't know how much I'm charging at the moment. I think it's $497. Uh, you give away that as a fairly nice prize. And if you just get 100 emails, then you haven't paid. You haven't paid for the license. You haven't paid for the prize and it's you know see if it works see how much influence you get from mentioning it on the show yeah we, we can totally try that out I mean if I've already put in to try to order that Evernote license I'm not sure if it comes back yet or not but we did get that interview with the that you sent over to pair with it plus that journal um, I mean, it's not. No, it, let's face it; it's not the most exciting prize we could think about. You know, for no. four hours with me is, um, yeah, pretty you know, pretty I'm, weak. But uh, it's just an I, idea well, to try and figure this stuff out. If it was me, I would take the coaching over the Evernote any day. Because I mean, I don't even use Evernote Premium myself. I've never tried to. Don't yeah, take that. We got basically negative. the uh, the task here is to try and get you to do an uh, giveaway without giving away uh, something that's going to cost you any money. So I don't mind the cost of the money thing. I'm just I'm not going to know anything until we actually do it and see how it goes. So I'm not I'm okay with that for the experience. Well just be warned because I got really I mean I, I tell you Josh has ended up making quite a bit of money on the uh, referrals to the people buying the license. He, he wrote a blog uh, the blog ended up on um, Pat Flynn's um, yeah, I remember blog. that. And I believe that Pat Flynn probably gets one to two million views per month. So I, yeah. I've seen about five percent of my traffic coming from a link that he put within his blog on Pat Pat's um, website. <laughs> so I'm seeing quite a. Uh, I mean, it's just a handful of people, but uh, yeah, I can imagine that he's actually making quite a bit of money on the the referrals to. Uh, King Did he link to that episode that he had with you? Yes, he did, yeah. I think that's how I'm getting people uh, come through. Yeah, cool. Well, you probably got to go, don't you? Yeah, I, if you, uh, what, what time do you start work? Did you want to pause this and pick it up? I, it will only take about 10 minutes to do the giveaway. Yeah, that's fine. So I could come, I could pause it now and then come back online 
Okay. Because uh, I feel works. like there's uh, a few more bits that we could talk about that uh, would be beneficial. Yeah, I've got some. I've got to figure. I got to get this giveaway going, and then I had some other stuff to talk to you about. Ways to promote traffic to it and things like that. I just, you know. Yeah, let's do, let's do that. So I'll, I'll just pause the recording. You can put like emails and stuff in there and. Yeah, so the text expander, um, that is, there's two things that are really exciting about it. One is for use on your Mac, so you can make little snippets, um, put the code in, and then whenever you type the code, it will automatically, uh, so have you downloaded the software? Yeah, I've got it in here now. Yeah, so um, type in, uh, at the moment, just type in uh, anywhere, like open a notepad or an email, and do semicolon uh, web and uh, see what happens. Yeah, smilesoftware.com. Hmm. Well, it puts my email in there, too. How cool is that? I guess you got to get used to it, right? Yeah, so you've obviously got to pick codes that you're not going to type accidentally. <laughs> it puts my old address in. I wonder where it pulled that information from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, I just think it's a, a wonderful... I've really enjoyed using it. Um, it's just uh, it's awesome, man. It's definitely gonna be worth thirty-four bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, there's uh, some promotion code, or maybe uh, I'll, I'll look to see if I can get some coupon code. Or I haven't actually signed up yet, but I'm using the demo version for now. The other thing which is exciting, Heath, is that um, uh, they're, they're actually going to be bringing out an iOS app. And you know, iOS 8 enables you to download third-party keyboards. Yeah, I've got so, one of them on there. Right, so you can get the Text Expander keyboard, and as anywhere on your iPhone, if you type using the Text Expander keyboard, it will do exactly the same thing on your phone as you're doing on your Mac now. Cool. So you know, as you, I mean, I'm I'm already now struggling with email. Uh, just the time of spending on email, replying to people, introducing people, uh, doing all these sort of very, you know, the usual tasks. It's much, much easier now having Text Expander to pre-populate the, um, uh, the emails and that. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. For some reason, it thinks that I'm the project manager for some company called Acme. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see here. I was going to talk to you. If yeah, once again, when you get a chance, look over that stuff I sent you. I know you. Whenever like. Oh yeah, know, sure. No, he. That's important to me. Um, my main goal this year was to to get that thing into production, and I took a hiatus there to start that podcast and didn't have a lot of time to work on it. But now I'm kind of focused on it again. And I've got another one that I'm working on. It's much more simple that I'm going to try and actually code myself. Uh, but I'm starting to realize how much more I like the actual design side as opposed to actually coding it uh, with how busy I am all the time, at least. Yes, yes. Uh, so so uh, I'm wondering, you know, you, you're putting yourself under a lot of pressure to have a, a certain income from all the things that you're doing 
it may be that you have to resign yourself to the fact that pod- podcasting is n- not the revenue producer. Uh, I, if I look at my podcast, it hasn't made me any money, to be frank. It just costs money. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just costs money. Uh, I actually look and I, I don't make... Um, I don't have a sponsor for the show. I uh, don't produce any revenue. But what it has done is, like for example, um, last week I—I'll uh, have to openly talk about this. Um, it's worth uh, every penny. Uh, I got to spend um, some time talking to the CEO of Nextva, uh, Nexva. Now. What's really interesting about this guy is he has created these alternative marketplaces for apps uh, mm-hmm. for the telcos around the world. And he has, on some of these marketplaces, over 200 million subscribers. And he has the ability to take your file, your um, for Android, an APK file, and put it into their, their app store and, and have no effort doing that at all. And you get paid... Uh, in-app purchases and paid uh, by the, uh, they take the money from subscribers to the mobile phone contracts this is hmm. this is big stuff so the point I'm trying to make is that yeah the podcast has not made me any, any money but it's introduced me to these people that and, and he said something lovely to me he said Paul we're going to make you a lot of money this year <laughs> he said, I was like yeah okay so how does the process work again? Can you go through that again? That's yeah. So the, the process is that uh, he has alternative marketplaces for apps. And uh-huh. these are mini versions of uh, the App Store, you know, Google Play Store, but actually owned by the telcos, the, telecom, the telecoms companies uh, in Asia, uh, in, uh, around the world. Gotcha, yeah. And they have uh, obviously a big uh, chunk of subscribers because people pay uh, phone contracts. And he has the ability to take payments for apps and in-app purchases through uh, the telcos, through these mar- these app stores. So whereas um, Apple get paid via uh, people's credit cards that are registered with iTunes, uh, if you have an app in one of his uh, app stores, you get paid the same, but the, the, they get paid through billing the subscriber a little bit more money on their, the end of the, the month bill, the mobile bill. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So well, That's a good idea. Yeah, so he said that the process of taking apps and putting them into his app stores, uh, are, it's pretty easy. You, he They just take the APK file that you create using Android. Uh, I'm not sure what you do with iOS, I'm not, but, but certainly Android. Uh, you take that and then they just put it into their app store and then that's the end of it. You know, For, for you, you just get paid. Wow. I'm, I'm curious to see how that turns out. And of course, there's like no competition in these, these marketplaces. Nobody's focusing on them. Have you, I mean, you'd obviously not heard of this before. I'd never heard of it. This is where yeah. the action is happening. Interesting. Well, make sure you keep in contact with him. Yeah, so, the, the, <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to say, Heath, is that unfortunately, 
I, I think that John Lee, what you know, we were, let's, let's face it, both of us were attracted to podcasting because of John Lee Dumas, in a way. I remember when you first approached me, um, you were inspired by his, his success. And I just think he skews the, the whole landscape for podcasting for what, from what he achieved uh, and, and puts you know, unex- unrealistic <laughs> expectations on the rest of us. Yeah, it's it's true, but it's still. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like, it can revolutionize your life doing a podcast. I mean, the people that you meet, you like you said, is the most important thing in the world. Uh, so, have you got? I've connected with some amazing people, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got two people that you've got two sides of podcasting. It's the guests that you connect to, which actually for me has been the most powerful thing because I approach all these different people and one year ago they wouldn't have given me the time of day but now they're you know like they're booking themselves in to speak with me which is great yeah yeah uh, and then there's the listeners of course as well um, uh, have you got like an idea of who the perfect listener is who your average listener is not yet man I don't think I have a big enough amount of people contacting me yet to really figure it out i've had i've had a lot of to be honest i think i have a lot of struggling artists more than anything and some musicians have you thought about doing a a survey like on google forms yeah we talked about that last time i've had some Uh, responses since we spoke about it and it's actually quite i mean here's what i got back from that effort let me just uh find that it's really nice when you you read what people say about you. Uh, so yeah, I, I remember uh, when you yeah. used to do those back in the day. Yeah, so I may be worth just. Um, it takes only a few minutes to create a uh, form on Google Drive using your Google account, and then embed that into your website, and then direct people to that link, and just promote it and speak about it, get people to fill it in. Did you link me to it? And what happens is you get um you get uh, a spreadsheet. So uh, let me just you get a spreadsheet from Google. So I'm just gonna share that on the screen. You know what? The thing with um, Google Hangouts is you actually lose where you are. Uh, I've got about five windows open. There we are. I'll look into doing getting a survey up. I'm going to try to get this. I'm still trying to figure out how to get a damn license code for Evernote. Yeah, maybe. um, Maybe don't worry about that. That's so because they allow you to upgrade to premium, but you can't. All right, I'm, I see your screen. Right. Okay. So, um, so what? Uh, yeah. So this guy here, uh, he actually told me that he liked um, the uh, all of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we are looking at the form, um, and. Uh, it's just interesting, you know, like, uh, so this guy here said that he, he found the introduction for my uh, podcast a little bit too long. 
So uh, he suggested that, um, and he didn't like the voiceover guy. So uh, you know, I mean, I mean, we're going to get criticism from a lot of people. But uh, what I thought is, yeah, actually, a daily podcast. Uh, maybe I do edit down the uh, introduction so that it's a bit more succinct. Um, he said that he likes the app developers uh, on the show and not the marketers. So that was useful for me to kind of figure that out when I'm approaching different guests. Mm -hmm. this I guy, like the marketers. Yeah, the, the marketers obviously are a little bit better for us because they promote the show <laughs> to their audience and it gives us a bit more uh, traffic to the show. Yeah, 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 well... As long as you have your pants on, you're good. <laughs> so, how are you feeling then? Are you are you still? It must be hard to stay motivated, Heath. No, I'm pretty good at keeping myself motivated. <laughs> I just uh, I'm just still trying to figure it all out, man. It's a it's crazy. It's like a it's like a circus out there. I'm I'm really I'm really focused like a hundred percent right now on on figuring out the next step to get my app in development. I, that's all I want. I mean that's that was my year goal, and I've got websites up. I've got website projects going. The podcast is going smooth. I've got some good relationships going with people, but that's one thing that has just been on my shoulders, and I, I'm trying to figure out how to get it done. And so I'm obviously learning how to learning iOS development, but I'm not anywhere near where I need to be to be able to make an app like this. So I'm just, I'm like, I'm researching next steps. I'm trying to figure out how much it would cost to make it if I had to pay somebody and, and things like that. And I, I honestly think it's an app that is, is so interesting that surely somebody out there that's bored and has the skills would probably be interested in helping do it because it could be very successful if it was, if it was done right. So... I know the app store is flooded and it, and it's hard to get one out there and to get the market going on it. But uh, you know, Heath, it's it's actually really a roller coaster because, uh, like, I chatted to a guy last week who was making fifty thousand dollars a month from his apps, just some basic apps uh, in, the, in the Apple Store, and then that all dried up because most of the the app downloads were driven by him being promoted by uh, iTunes or the App Store. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when that started to fade away, uh, his income dried up pretty quickly. And so, you know, you read about these apps that are big hits, but I wonder how many of them, if you were to take out the Apple influence in promoting them on the homepage, uh, how much influence, you know, like how, how many apps are really making money on their their own you know with their own effort yeah i hear you and i mean my i guess paid apps and making revenue off of them is definitely an ultimate long-term goal but i really just want to get it out there so i know that i created it and, it and it's there it's not a paid app or anything it's a fun free app and i think i would actually have fun using it so yeah yeah it's but something really cool about it. when i find my kids playing with my own apps yeah, and uh, they. I, I would love to go through the process of just getting it out there and, and knowing the whole process, and then moving on from there. You know. Yeah, maybe then, because uh, I think that as the the market matures, there there must be 
you know more specialization for certain areas of the app process uh, like nobody knows or really has the effort to take a website from start to finish you know you can specialize in all the the tiny little bits surrounding that so you know maybe um, you then become I don't know so maybe you become an expert in one very very specific niche mm -hmm. Uh, the reason I was asking about your audience is, um, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot, is uh, to sell stuff to them and find out their needs and find out their what they what they need and and try and figure out products to sell to the market to to the to the, your audience. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to make a survey. I I have plans to do all that, Paul. I'm just if I if you really think about it, I've only been doing this for like. Maybe three months now. <laughs> really? Is that all? And I've got 30 episodes out and 20-something in the queue, and I'm slowly getting blog posts out, and I'm slowly building this network and trying to work on websites while working full-time. So I, I feel pretty good about where I am and where it's going to go in the future. Um, and I learn something every single day like this, you know, like you just showed me this text expander. I mean, that could save me a whole lot of time and and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it is. As much as I get down on myself for not making money off of it right now, I've already had people tell me things that they would love to pay me for, and I just haven't implemented them yet. Uh, like, I had a couple guests tell me that they would love if I created a course on exactly how I put my website together and my podcast and all that kind of stuff. And I could do it. I mean, I've never... It wouldn't, it wouldn't be too bad. It would take a lot of work to get it together, but, um, you know be kind of cool and so there's some things I'm doing there well the, the, what I've learned from the people I speak to is that when you build something for yourself or for one person sometimes that's the best thing because you you then create a product or a service that others could use yeah and um, yeah that and I've got I got an exciting like I did an interview with Aaron Fry from Lyft app and she, uh, she's their writer, and she's writing that book, The Strongest Mind in the Room, you know? And she's going to release the chapter on creativity in conjunction with the episode I did with her. So my episode will be on their blog, which is pretty cool. Oh, excellent. I thought you already appeared a, on a blog from Lyft. I know, but they're going to do a, a chapter. Like when they release an actual chapter, they're going to put the episode when I interviewed her with it and so that could bring some traffic back which would be pretty cool plus she's like I don't know if you've ever talked to her I think you had the, the actual founder of Lyft on your show at one point if I remember correctly I'm losing track Heath I've yeah uh, but um, you know things like that you know those relationships that you make it, it's very cool and I had another guest on from out in San Francisco, she's actually a lawyer, and she was talking about how she wanted to start a podcast. And, and everything that I told her in the conversation, the pre- and post-chat, she literally said, I feel like I should have paid you for everything you just told me. She's paying a guy to edit her podcasts or to edit her meditations, to upload them to all of her different platforms and things like that. I mean, and, and it was something that Alphonic literally takes care of with one click. And she well, ran it through yeah. Alphonic, and it sounded better than... Than it did when the guy actually edited it. So it's yeah, pretty that, crazy. The, the danger for, for for us is that we just assume what we know that everybody knows it and that we don't 
value what we know. Like, for example, my wife, <laughs> um, uh, she asked me to create a video for uh, the, the, her company. And uh, I created this thing. It probably took me maybe an hour, an hour and a half, just did it as a favor. Uh, they would charge, uh, a, a company would charge $20,000 for something what I created. $20,000 for this video promotion. And you could probably get it on Fiverr for five. Uh, well, I, so I, I ended up going to um, stock photo and downloading some of the video footage and then clipping together some uh, videos that have been <laughs> taken internally. But the point is that now, obviously, I'm not going to charge $20,000 because I don't feel that's worth it. I would charge $5, you know, because I'm seeing everything on Fiverr that, you know, is equivalent to that. But there are there's another world out there, Heath, where people are charging a lot of money for this type of stuff. I know. How, how awesome would it be to implement, like, I know I do websites for people and some of them sell things. And I could add on packages to where, hey, you know, you can get this promo video and like literally charge them an extra five hundred dollars, then go to Fiverr and get it done for five bucks, you know, and without having to do anything. So thinking about opportunities like that, it's crazy, and especially with VA work as well. Yeah, um, uh, there is one revenue stream I had over the uh, last couple of years. Oh, it's only um, like several hundred dollars, maybe. But uh, it's not taking any effort, and it's putting affiliate links into the the apps that I built for clients, and then having a referral uh, affiliate commission uh, f from any purchases within the app. And I guess you could do that for websites as well. Yeah. So just it's great because that's a very passive income. And it uh, doesn't take any effort at all. Passive income's where it's at, man. Yeah, it is. Heath, I've taken enough of your time. I guess you've got to get ready. I don't know anymore. i got to go to West Virginia. Hey. Um, yeah, so I've, I've got this system in place now, Paul, where I'm Mondays, I do the editing. Uh, Tuesdays, I actually go through and check hold on I'll tell you real quick Tuesdays I go through and um, correct the show notes that the VAs wrote out for me make sure everything's good there actually run them through off phonic um, and schedule them out on Libsyn and set up the information I need for the other guy who uploads to WordPress and then Wednesdays I set up the you know the pictures for promoting each episode, the, the emails that go out to all the guests when their episode goes live, um, and I check, I check all the show notes that were uploaded uh, by the other VA. And then that, that frees up Thursday completely, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, where Tuesdays and Thursdays I'm doing interviews, but I don't always have them. So uh, it gives me a lot more time to actually work on other things like you know, creating... Or inviting guests, obviously I have to do that, which takes a little bit of time. But working on these websites that I, I need to actually bring money in with, and and uh, some of these other things like writing blogs, you know, that takes quite a bit of time. And and so you know, paying attention to my girlfriend sometimes I don't do that enough. That that sounds like a really good schedule. 
Yeah, so the, it, block scheduling is really helping out a lot. And so right. Sundays and Thursdays, I'm getting a lot of actually free time to do things that I used to be able to do uh, away from the whole Internet world to get out of the house and, and kind of just enjoy you know, some leisurely time. But um, And I'm trying not to let it stress me and bother me as much. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be all right regardless of what the outcome is. So I, I try not to stress well, as much I, as I, I used I've, to. I've really benefited from using this app called Headspace. And uh, it's just 10 minutes of meditation a day. Uh, but it teaches you uh, about your thoughts and that uh, just treat your thoughts like uh, traffic. That they're going to happen regardless. And then you are you know, trying to cross the road and you just let the traffic flow, let your thoughts flow. And uh, you become less, it's definitely less stressful about uh, all the things that are going on in our, our, our minds. And I think it's been a great learning experience for me doing this 10 minutes a day meditation. So that's called Headspace. I think it's a free app. But, uh, yeah, I meditate twice a day as well. All right, okay. You, do you see an impact from it? <laughs> yeah, man. I've written blog posts about it. That's how I got on the Lyft website. She interviewed me about that. Oh, great. If if you want, if you actually meditate, I could get you in contact with Aaron, and they'll do an interview with you too. She's taken a lot of interviews for her book, um, so it's pretty cool. You know, She sends you about five or six questions, and you can just answer them via text. And uh, she's a cool she's a cool girl to to know, um, if if you want, because she's she's just trying to. You're a good person to get on there because you're an app developer. You do podcasting, and and you'll she likes to get the insight from all different angles. So, um, if you want to, I'll do that. Well, right now. Heath, if you get time, that'll be great. Okay, my friend. Um, thank you for another mastermind yeah cool man well we might yeah. have mumbled through that one a, lot, a little bit no, kind of jumped around a lot but I think there's there's a lot to be done well, I, I, again in summary I feel like we it's very useful this and I I know what you're feeling because you put a lot of pressure on success and money and you, you know you're the only person that's given yourself that pressure no one else around you and uh, I, I think sometimes we have to just uh, treat ourselves like this traffic and just accept that what we're doing is for the long term and, and it's not like a sprint yeah and here you which is what everybody thinks at front you kind of feel like you have to sprint but now I'm starting to realize that it's this is long term and big things are happening and you just have to think back to the three months before you started this and I keep reminding you the fact that you were not that confident about what you were you know your style of interview and you were trying to copy <laughs> other people and you found your space and yeah, I do I do I reiterate you should try and think about live I'm gonna send you that link for uh, these guys that are doing live stuff and they are hilarious and I think you would be great in that space and yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd be snapped I, up by a radio immediately do do send it to my email if you can. And are you still using your Paul at one mob email address? No, that's going to go. So if you could start using uh, the Paul at uh, theappguy.co. All right, I'm copying you to her right now. So great. All right, cool. Well, yeah. I, so one, got to get this damn giveaway 
set up and going. I did transfer the name server, so it should point to that server that you uh, sent me earlier. Well, okay. Or well, the, the domain, I transferred it. Let's do it, but I wouldn't say let's put a lot of, don't put a lot of effort. I mean, I'm giving you my experience, and I, I bought this because Josh had attracted 160,000 emails. Okay. I'm disappointed that I didn't get anywhere near that. Uh, <laughs> I'd be happy if I got 10 emails, Paul. But, but then again, I'm finding that when you get emails, it's a bit of a pain in the backside as well because you have to email these people and you have to find a way. I'd rather do um, five podcast episodes and get that content out than, than email you know, five, five different emails. Uh, I don't like emailing. I've just come to terms with it. <laughs> so it's just trying to think why why do you, you know at the end of the day why why try and focus too much on building an email list yeah i'm not, i'm i'm really more focused on building a trustworthy audience uh and i would love to just be able to get some of these people that follow me on twitter and you know facebook and things like that and get them to actually sign up on the website so they get these updates because i mean the emails i send out are great you get you get each episode, the title and the subject, and it gives you the entire post in the email. Um, and the format looks awesome, so they don't even really have to go back to the website. And I just I can't figure out. I've tried all these different options. Is there's nothing that really seems to get people to, yeah. to sign up for that. So, so so here's what I'd love you to do if you wanted to. Um, I'd love you to get a hashtag going on Twitter. Uh, getting people to hashtag where they listen to your show, and I'll 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 help you. I'll start that out if you if you the next one that you publish, if you say something like yeah, you know just um, do hashtag where did I listen to Heath or whatever you want to call it, and and I, I think that would be quite interesting. You know you'll learn where people are actually, you know and you and, and I bet you it's away from devices where they can't subscribe. They you know they're either on the run, they're driving. They're in a train, commuting. You know, a lot of people are not next to their laptops, willing, you know, able to sign up to your newsletter. Yeah, I, I've started doing that a little bit. I get a little bit lost because I have such a backlog of episodes I've edited already, and like through December, so I'm gonna have to go back and pull those episodes down, and then add some audio breaks. I think the easiest way for me is to just add a little clip in between the episodes and hope that people will listen to those little five-minute spiels. Yeah. Um, but I need to start doing that more, actually putting them in the episodes. It's just a little bit harder when you have that two-month buffer. Uh, tell me about it. That's one thing I've spoken to uh, Michael Mamoff, who's the uh, founder of Player FM. I said, please, please, as podcasters, we need the ability to just have a little clip and have it um, uh, joined to all of our historic uh, podcast episodes so that anybody oh, going amazing. through wouldn't that be awesome so if you're listening to this mastermind please give us uh, some ability to just have a little audio clip and then we can cut it and put it into every single historic episode and then we can change it as well I told him yeah, I mean, once you get about, like, for, for you with the onemob.com thing you can put one on there that says hey my email address is no longer onemob.com like these episodes say yeah yeah I'm going to have to go back and edit the whole thing uh, Heath, I'm going to say goodbye because it looks like Hangouts is absolutely draining my battery life here. So, All right, man. Uh, take I'm, it easy. You take. Have a great time, and, and I'll get back to you on your email. Okay. See you, man. Cheers. Bye.